0: You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702,
1: more than a radio station.
0: Let's walk the talk.
1: I have never met a media-shy businessman, entrepreneur like Joe Kumalo, And, um, you know, the only way that I knew I would drag him uh kicking in and, and screaming i thought okay into studio but because we are here during uh, you know we are in this covid-19 period we are not allowed to have guests in studio for obvious reasons uh, but just to 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 get him in front of the microphone the only way that i could do that was to use his birthday as a catch so today happy birthday brajo and welcome to 702 and thank you so much for finally agreeing to do this and to tell your story
0: Thank you, Adam. I appreciate it very much and thank you for the birthday wish.
1: <laughs> I could ask you how old you're telling today, but it might be a little bit rude, so I won't even go into that. How are you spending your day? How has your day been so far?
0: Very relaxed, very relaxed. Because they're all pampering me and boiling me, you know.
1: Mm. Mm. No, that's good, you deserve that 35 years in the professional black hair industry and cosmetics I mean, that's just uh, when I looked at your biography And um, and did my calculations, maths was never my strong point at school So it could be less, it could be more But when I saw this, I thought more or less About 35 years in the black hair industry and cosmetics And um, the one name that always comes out When we talk about black hair is that often Did you at some point work with him? Did you see start this uh um, your journey with him somehow or not
0: well well, i didn't start to say with him but we we more or less to have been in the industry at the same time together
1: okay how easy or difficult was it for you to uh to get into this industry
0: look you know there there weren't many black players in this industry i must be honest with you and and i think we need a small passion and i mean if you ask this passion of ensuring that uh, black people have the best hair products available, you know. Mm. So it was more passion of passion of the love of making sure that uh, people look great. Yeah?
1: Mm. 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 And uh, what made you go into this? Is it something that you studied at school or did you just by chance get into the uh, the black hair industry?
0: Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a marketing strategist by training Okay, and, and I happen to be a brand manager for a couple of brands. Mm-hmm. And, and over time, I then realized that, look, it's about time that I developed my own brand, you know? Okay. Uh, Having met the likes of Brian Gule, who's, uh, who's late, who lives in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I also decided that, look, this is the, the, you know, the industry to be in. It's yeah. quite a... Quite
1: an interesting industry, I must be honest with you. Before you 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 started uh, BMS Cosmetics, which is your 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 company, your shareholder in it, and executive director. Where did you? What did you do? Well,
0: which company, or, or,
1: or other or maybe for me to be more direct, which companies did you uh, did you work for?
0: Well, I, I I launched Cable in South Africa many years ago. Mm-hmm. So Cable became a household brand. I took it from here to to the UK. To Ghana and things like that. Mm. and I realized, you know, why don't I start my own in 2002? Mm. And and, uh, and and you know, as they say, uh, Pure Royal today, the household brand.
1: You know, I so I used to uh, I started I first started with perm, and I know we used to use black like me back in the days uh, when we used to perm yeah. our hair, and uh, I also used to be a. Escal kind of guy, uh, back in those days, and uh, yeah. every time you went into a salon and you wanted cable, uh, you you knew you you know uh, you were going to be given one of like the Rolls Royce of 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 Escal products, um, okay. uh, and I'm sure that must have influenced you when you thought of starting your own brand. I mean, I cannot imagine that you wanted a product uh, no less
0: than cable. No, certainly. I mean, that's why we call Pure Royal the world's greatest product, as, as you can see. Uh, primarily because what we did is we said, well, I mean, one has been in the industry for a long time, one has traveled abroad many times, and mm. one has brought the skills that one has learned overseas, you know, to bring it in, you know, in the country. Mm.
1: Mm. And, yeah. and, and And how did you start Pure Royal? Did you... Uh, get assistance from any of the big four banks. Uh, was there crowdfunding that helped you start uh, this this company? How did the whole dream start?
0: Well, it started from my own pocket. You know, it it's uh, it was a hard journey, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm very glad that uh, I took the risk. I left corporate and and uh, all my money and my pension fund I put into the business.
1: Were you not scared that what if it fails? <laughs>
0: Well, I'm a very, I'm an optimist by nature, and and uh, I think that's what really helped me to to get going. Hmm. Um, it, it is scary, but I think it was a, a scary part that I will always remember. That I really took the bull by the horns and I just, you know, got into into the groove. I didn't really look back. <laughs>
1: you know being a sales person because uh, i i think when you're an entrepreneur you've got to really have this uh, this trait being able to convince people to buy your product and the one thing that always i think uh, gets people down is all the no's no i don't want your product no i've got something else i know ladies are very particular about what cosmetics uh, and and hair products they use how easy was it for you to penetrate this highly compa- competitive cutthroat and small industry in South Africa.
0: Look, I mean, I started with the hair salons. So I went from salon to salon, door to door, you know, Mm -hmm. introducing my product for them to touch and feel the product, Uh, you know, look at the texture of the product and the people liked it and people really supported me, you know, Mm -hmm. and and before I knew, then I went to the wholesalers and then after the wholesalers, I went into the retail industry. Uh,
1: Yeah, uh, continue.
0: And, 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 you know, when you go to the retail industry, you knock at their doors, you know, they, they're not interested. They, they were interested in American products. Yes. But it, our, the quality of our product are comparable to overseas products, even better, because it's done for the African conditions, African climatic conditions, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so we came in that angle and we, we presented it to our customers and people liked it. I mean, today you see that, you know, you're leading stores.
1: You you talk about Pure Royal. Are there any brands that you have in your stable apart from Pure Correct. Royal?
0: Correct. We we have a male grooming product called Phoenix in here. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a male grooming product. It's for men, you know, with razor bumps and things like that. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is in our stable. Uh, and during COVID, we had to be innovative. We launched a VP herbal sanitizers as well. Mm-hmm and nutritional products. So, you know, we've got a couple of products
1: in just stable. You know, every time you talk about South African products, people complain about how expensive South African products are. Now you 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 mentioned that you're competing with international brands and um are you competing with them at price level? Uh, obviously, your product, as you say, uh, you don't compromise in terms of quality, the quality has got to be superior, but do you find it, do you find that it is difficult to prize your products in South Africa so that they are able to be uh, competitive with international products?
0: Well, I mean, we, 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 we saw our rose from overseas. Okay. so. So the pricing point is premium price product. Mm. So we compete directly with the international market. We compete directly with the Americans, and in terms of quality, we also compete directly with them. Mm. Uh, I I sometimes feel that our products are of much better quality because of the quality of our water in South Africa and things like that. So so if if I look at the quality of our product, we can take it anywhere in the world. I mean, I went to Jamaica and people in Jamaica just wanted our product nothing else
1: why then do you still get some of your your raw materials overseas what is it that you get there that we can't find in this
0: country well we don't produce a lot of things in south africa that is the challenge that we have in south africa until mm. such a time that we can we can produce our own raw materials it'll become easier but you know south african market we're only 57 million people in south africa so mm. you can imagine you almost need to uh You know, the entire continent. And there's always been trade barriers for us to trade in Africa. We are in other parts of Africa. We are in Angola and all those, but we are not in the entire continent. I mean, if we're in the entire continent of Africa, it would be easy for us to manufacture our own uh, raw materials here, but not at the moment. I mean, even our perfumes come from overseas.
1: So, sorry, even
0: your perfumes. Oh, your perfumes, okay. We have to source it from overseas.
1: Do you have any plans on uh, having your own manufacturing plants here? Maybe, I mean, I don't know how expensive some of the materials that you you use in your products are, how easily, whether we can get them in this country. You mentioned the good pro- quality of, 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 of our water here. But um, if, if how easy or difficult would it be for you to get or to make everything locally so that the entire value chain um, belongs to South Africa?
0: So it is very, very difficult. I'll give you an example. During the COVID time, we Mm -hmm. could not get a simple thing called pumps. You know a pump that you use uh, on a spray? Mm -hmm. Those pumps come from China. Nobody's making it. No one makes it in South Africa.
1: But why? Is it expensive or do do we not have the the know-how?
0: It's not that we don't have the know-how. It's an economics of scale. Okay. To say if we are going to produce it for 57 million people versus... 1.4 1.4 billion people uh, can I see, you know, okay. or 2 billion people around the world. So it's economies of scale. So you've got to have a machinery that will produce certain things. Uh, you know, mainly even your rose, it's going to be very difficult. I mean, it's, uh, even a lot of guys, I mean, some guys, if you look at Boss, they get some of their rose from South Africa to take it to the international market, you know. Mm, yeah. So because we are global citizens, you know, there's always sharing
1: of of, of knowledge. Yeah. it that way yeah you you mentioned the the COVID situation how how did it how did it affect you in the cosmetics industry because not only do you do hair but you do other uh, cosmetic products as well um how badly affected were you
0: we were not badly affected we out that we we made it we actually uh, doubled our figures uh, for wow. for the year which is which is amazing but we were very innovative our products are treatment related okay you look at the entire range of pure oil, mm. We, we we are treatment related the uh, uh, business, so we ensure that every person, every woman out there, every man out there, with uh, with damage, uh, we fix the damage before it occurs. So as a result, when people were home, you can imagine when uh, you know the the, the came up with, they, they were allowed to go to stores. They were able to get our product in stores because the hair was damaged. They were home. They couldn't do anything. The hair was very dry. So. Our product has always been treatment related.
1: You come from humble beginnings, as uh, you know the term is loosely used, uh, for someone who really uh, made a lot um, out of nothing. Um, and this year has really been difficult for many businesses, even established businesses um, across all sectors, whether it's travel, um, whether it's property, and so on, and, and you know, and so forth. You thankfully have managed to succeed, and I suspect because you were selling a whole lot of sanitizers. But all of us at some point need to look. A little bit prettier than we do um what can you say to someone who's listening to us right now at the end of 2020 who probably has just received their pension payout or who has uh, been let go uh, because of retrenchment and they're thinking i want to start a business and i want to start a business in the cosmetics space Uh, during the lockdown we saw many videos of young men and uh, women who started to uh, to invent things skincare products mm-hmm. i mean there were tutorials all over the show and my mm-hmm. sense was that people asked, are now starting to think i mean the entire uh, issue of uh, of of marijuana products that are now starting mm-hmm. to flood the market we can talk mm-hmm. moringa we can talk mm-hmm. Lingana all of mm-hmm. these people are thinking mm-hmm. i want to go into this space if someone is listening to us right now and joe kumalo who is the founder member of bms cosmetics with pure royal as a flagship product I wanna start my business. What 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 advice can you give
0: them? Look, I'll always say to people, I mean I often see a lot of people with a lot of pension payouts and they get into business that they don't know. You know, do your background checks. Make sure that you understand what you're getting yourself involved in. It's a lot of hard work selling your product. Yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta be innovative. That's why we were innovative. We launched a couple of more products this year. We are launching more products in twenty twenty one. My advice to them is do your research you yeah. know it's important to research any industry that you want to get into if you only get into the hair, hair and beauty industry, it is a very competitive market but it's a very lucrative market. okay okay uh, segment market make sure that you understand what market you want to be involved in you know mm-hmm. do you want to just do skin care? do you want to do hair care? I mean hair care is booming. Every person that you you meet they do their hair they do natural hair. Okay, yeah. they maintain natural hair, they treat natural hair. So people are very conscious of their hair. They, they are conscious of how they look. So all I can say is do a thorough research. Mm. Okay, because it's important, you know, any business that you get involved in, do a thorough research and once you've done that, then put your mind into it. You could to know you're gonna work hard and it will succeed. Yeah. You know, people will fail because they don't try. I I I I left a, a, a lucrative job that I was in as a key account manager, yeah. and and uh, my kids were in schools and all these things, and I took a I took a plunge, you know. Yeah.
1: But is it not because of 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 how you grew up? I mean, you started selling what? Uh, were you selling peanuts or sweets at some point? If I understand <laughs> you, I mean, you, you my, my point about it, uh, Brajo, is that you have always been a salesperson, and and here I'm sure. talking about people that have never even gone out to sell anything, um, and but 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 they have got the uh, the urge um, to to be a Joe kumalo. Um, mm-hmm. Is that maybe? Is that maybe a little bit, um, I mean, I don't want to use unfair, but let's go ahead and use it. Is it maybe a little bit unfair to expect those people to know all that uh, uh, there is about about running a business, about sales? You've got to have skills you think, somehow.
0: Yeah, you see, so? The, I, I, I've been listening to seventy two for the past eight years, right? Oh, thank you. And I, li- I used to listen to John Robin, and John Robbie used to say, all of us are salespeople, all of us can sell. Okay. But, you know, you've got to, you've got to sell yourself first. Right. You, you've got to be able to have determination. You've got to be confident with yourself mm. first. And then once you're confident, you can do it. No one, no one. I believe that you all, all of us have 24 hours in our lives. Right. And you can reinvent yourself. If you put your mind into it, you can do it. It is not impossible at all. I just feel that sometimes we always sell ourselves short and we say, I mean, my mother died when I was seven, so I had no parents. Okay. Now, I could sit and cry and say, i got no parents, i got no one to look after me. I had my sisters, but I had the determination to do something with my life, and mm-hmm. that's what I did. You know? And I know that everybody can do it out there. It is not impossible. It is the determination. You go to stand up, you go to look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm going to do it. <laughs>
1: why have you been media shy all these years 35 years and you say you've been listening to 702 for over 30 years but this is the first time we hear you on the radio and uh, you know and for me this was one of the reasons why I was like I'm going to get this man to come onto the radio Um with such a beautiful story and I hope one day you're gonna write a book but why have you have you been reserved and media shy because for me this is not just about the rents and sense it's about encouraging other people it is about uplifting people and I think your story is apt for the time in which we find ourselves.
0: Look, so I, I mean, of course, I've been involved in the church. I talk to a lot of youngsters. I motivate a lot of youngsters all the time. I get a lot of requests from time to time for people who want me to mentor them, and I do that, you know, in the background. Mm. Um, you know, my, my son is, a, is, a, is, is, you know, he's, he's handling our social media and all these things. So it's a really family business. A, it's a family business. Okay. Yes. And and what I do is I talk to a lot of youngsters. I mean, I've I've uh, spent time with the street kids in Johannesburg. You know, yeah, so yeah. so I, I spend my energy in trying to to assist those that don't really have the ability to do certain things. And I find that I'm good at that because I can talk to them at all times. So, so so that's where I spend most of my energy, I must be ship. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. In uh, 30 seconds, I'm going to ask you to give us uh, your contacts um, where we can get your products or get hold of you, your socials and so on.
0: No correct, yeah. We, we supply all the click stores, the discount stores, the pick and pay stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Facebook page is Pure Royal. Mm-hmm. And, and our Instagram is at Pure Product. Products. Mm-hmm. And our website is www.purell.co.za.
1: Uh, uh, Great stuff. Thank you so much, Joe Kumalo, for agreeing to do this with us. Happy birthday, and I hope you enjoy your day further. That's the founder and the shareholder at BMS Cosmetics, and we're celebrating 35 years in the industry.